Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. And doesn't that about sum it up? Hey, welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Uh, I guess we're being treated to a football game tonight. Can't say it's going to be very good. It's going to be the Carolina Panthers, and it's going to be the Chicago Bears. I think the Panthers are the worst team in the NFL right now. And not just that. I don't really see the big avenue for them to get much better. So it's not just you're bad now, but in, unless Bryce Young really turns it around, unless they probably overspend in free agency and, you know, and and just go hog wild in the offseason, I, I don't see the big second-year jump coming for Bryce Young. Well, they can't get worse at receiver. <laughs> I mean, they right. gave away DJ Moore in the Bryce Young trade, and – they have no one. Adam Thielen was kind of washed up in Minnesota. That sounds mean. But they, they have no talent around him, so they can't get worse. I am curious if this is the right coach for him as well. I think Frank Reich's having a really hard time. It doesn't seem to be getting along well with the owner. So the only thing that can really say, what if they do a total reboot, bring in a, a different offensive coach who brings in a new system to help him, maybe a Sean McVay coming in and saving Jared Goff kind of coach. Maybe there's something there. But I would look at that radical move because you're right. The way they're headed now, there's no silver lining. Yeah, uh, you traded away your first-round pick. As Perloff said, you traded away DJ Moore. And these kinds of, like, wholesale changes, unless you think that Bryce Young is going to have, like, the upward trajectory of a Trevor Lawrence, which I don't think he has right now, I don't think that just doing, you know, overspending in free agency, okay, you bring in a new coach, but now you have a young quarterback on his second coach. And putting in a whole new offense and, you know, th- these are the kinds of things that in some ways can actually mess with, with players' careers. So I have no idea what's going to happen with the future of Frank Reich. All I know is that I'm not buying any stock in the Carolina Panthers. I don't think this team's going to be good for a while. And if ever, and you could say, Oh, you're in a crappy division. Congrats. Like that's going to be what you fall on because everyone else in the division is not that awesome. Like that's losers mentality. I think forever sounds a little radical. Well, you know what I mean? Bryce Young, you're not giving up on him right away. He's the number one overall pick. You got to ride with this guy for a while. Yeah, I, I think you could do some things. I know they don't have this first round pick, but they can spend. Honestly, they can't get worse roster wise. They should have known this coming in too. It was I, I said this preseason. Yeah. I said the Panthers are going to be terrible because they have no talent around this guy, and they screwed up their offensive line picks. Ikiyakuanu is not done well. Yeah. So they basically have to rebuild. And I don't I trust do think, the general manager. I do think. No, I don't either. And I think he'll be gone. I think they'll start over there. I, I do think there is value in being really, 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 really bad and then just saying we need to do everything differently. Yeah. So a complete reset is a little better than a limbo reset where you're think maybe I can save this guy or that guy 
Maybe if they realize we need to rebuild this team from scratch, that gives them an advantage. Listen, you've got all the hallmarks here of a of a franchise that's bad. You have a meddling owner. You've got a GM that nobody trusts. You've got a head coach owner situation that might be dicey. And you've got a quarterback that's struggling. Man, I don't see a lot of silver linings on this one. Now, on the flip side... If I were to tell you the bad team now that I think has the sunniest outlook and has the best outlook, that's where I might go with the Chicago Bears. With the two, could be two top three picks, depending how Justin Fields plays the rest of the way, if he is going to play again, which we think he will, um, you could trade, trade away Justin Fields, get some more assets there. You get to start over with a good quarterback, and you would totally have permission to clean house in Chicago as well. And I think that job becomes extremely attractive if you have Caleb Williams or if you have Drake May. Okay, but do you trust the GM there? The same GM who traded for Chase Claypool and just did this Montez Sweat deal, the Washington pass rusher, I think they gave up probably the 34th or 35th pick in the draft. So I, I worry about that. And not to mention, you're talking about the franchise issues with Carolina. Chicago's been stuck in this for a long time kind of coming from the top. I think the ownership group has a lot of questions. So I'm not sure that they don't have the exact same problems that Carolina has. I feel a little bit better about those picks, and I think there's going to actually be a changing and a cleaning of house. Who? Which bad team do you think is set up the best? So <laughs> everything I said, just said about Chicago, this is going to sound weird. I think the Cardinals are oddly in a good spot. In what way? So they have two draft picks coming up. They have the Texans draft pick, which is getting worse and worse. That They gave up the number three pick. It turned out to be Will Anderson. It's 15 now. I think the Texans will probably come down to earth. That'll probably be a top 12 pick. They have probably the number one pick, depending on what Kyler Murray does. But you have this asset in Kyler Murray. You have, basically, you're starting from scratch. Mm -hmm. But you did draft a left tackle last year, who they like. You have first-round picks at different parts of the roster, and you have going to have all the salary cap space in the world. So if you find a way to get rid of Kyler Murray here, you're going to have a rookie deal. You're going to have a lot of young first-round picks. You're going to be playing indoors. I think that is a team that could build talent quickly. Okay, talk about— And by the way, the next draft, too, they have a lot of draft capital coming up. Okay, talk about bad ownership groups and questionable ownership groups. Yeah. I mean, the Cardinals might be at the top of the list. Another expose after another expose about how the owner is treating people. They're in lawsuits with former executives, all that stuff. See, I think the Cardinals are in a worse situation because they already paid Murray. Like— yeah, but they're going to get out fast on that one. Okay, but trading Justin Fields because he hasn't gotten that second contract yet is a lot more appealing if I'm a team than, and I'd take a flyer on Justin Fields rather than I know Kyler Murray comes with $50 million a year. And I don't even know if his head's in the game. Does he want to be great at this? You know, did paying him mean that he's not going to care as much? Like, there's so much there that I don't have those questions with Justin Fields because yeah. I'm still trying to dangle the carrot of the big contract. Okay, but what if you get Caleb Williams and you have Paris Johnson blocking for him in front of that? That's a start. And you're indoors and you're in the West, which I think is the division that is, I think the Rams the are on the way down. I think the 49ers are good, but I think the Seahawks are probably on the way down. Their quarterback's 32, too. I, I think that you're in a spot here where you can build fast. They have a lot of draft capital coming up. And if they trade Murray, and what if they keep Kyler Murray, and then they have the number one pick? What if they trade for a huge haul to get somebody moving up for a quarterback, too? They have options here 
Chicago also has options, but yeah. I feel like Chicago never gets a right at quarterback, where at least the Cardinals have got it right a few times over the years. Why? Because they got Kurt Warner at the end of the career? Well, <laughs> I let's mean, see. They had, they've had good years with... Did Palmer have one good year there or something? I don't know. Yeah, but I again, these aren't guys they drafted and developed. These are Kyle guys Murray's who were at the end of their career. Kyle Murray had two outstanding years. I think they, they've had some success. Name a good year. One year where Jay Cutler was okay. Well, I mean, I, I'm not going to be able to find one for you there. But uh, And also, if I'm Caleb Williams... I am more attracted to going to Arizona indoors than Chicago outdoors in the NFC North. Uh, that's part of this is a little bit of Caleb Williams thinking. Well, I think the new stadium is going to be coming in Chicago at some point. Now, I know stadiums sometimes can take forever to get built. But that I do one is think very messy. That is, it is a, a huge messy, argument. But still, I think what, what always wins out, like people complain about stadiums, no one wants to pay for them, and what ends up happening every time. The NFL team gets their way and gets their wish, and the politicians all kowtow to the NFL teams. So I I think they will get that stadium, so maybe things do change a bit. 855-212-4CBS. Now, other options here for franchises that are bad right now that could have a sunny outlook. New England Patriots? I don't see how. Me neither. And because the guy after the guy with Belichick, if they do indeed move on, like, Good luck there. There's just no talent. I mean, and there's it's not coming soon. You could you could get a quarterback this year, but who's he throwing to? Who's on defense that's young and, and up and coming? I, I know they got a good cornerback, but Judon is he's gotta be their best player is getting over the hill. I don't see any hope there. And the New York Giants. Manny <laughs> just did a fist pump. You cool. feel the one thing about the Giants is I think you have a good general manager, but oh. early returns. It was like they'd signed Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, and Jerry Rice all in the same offseason when it was actually just like Paris Campbell and Darren Waller. <laughs> oh, you think that's funny? <laughs> I do think it's funny. I think it's funny because there are a lot of Giant fans that are really excited. The Giants are a weird situation because in some ways you do have the asset of Daniel Jones. Like we talk about Kyler Murray and Justin Fields. Daniel Jones, that's a little more complicated. It's an asset. You gotta, he just tore his ACL. Well, no, but I think that there will be teams that will say, hey, this is a guy that could potentially be our starter. Maybe these teams are kind of these middling teams. Mm. I think there's a chance that you take a flyer on him, potentially maybe after June 1st, someone makes a trade. Like six-round pick, though, right? Not like a high pick. I mean, is he going for that much more than Kyler Murray is? Well, Murray, well, people Murray's, are afraid of the money, too. It, yeah, Murray's deal is longer. Right, that's what I'm saying. So, But, like, no, I, I don't think you'd get anything. you get a fifth or a sixth-round pick for Daniel Jones at this point because of, because of the injury and the money, I would think. I think he may go for more than that. I, I don't court, think he court, had a market. The quarterbacks, I, they go for way more than we think. I don't think he had a market this offseason. I think he got – well, I just praised the Giants GM, but I'm going to – I'm going to flip that right now because they messed up the Daniel Jones thing. Now, they didn't give him a lot of years. It's basically two years guaranteed. But they should have franchised Jones and probably given a little bit more money to Barkley. I just think the Giants, of all the teams, I think they have the most NFL starters of the guys that of the team that we're talking about. And maybe not so much on offense, but defensively, Dexter Lawrence is a stud. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau has, yeah. has had a pretty good year. Okara Kay, um, I think that Deontay Banks as a corner is really good. Like, they have players defensively. They Their offense needs to be completely well, remade. Yeah, the Patriots too, though. Patriots have, yeah. have do have a good defense, but that's also a little Belichick magic. I mean, that yeah, is his side of the ball. Coaching. I, I think, though, the, you got to look at recent history, though, of all these teams – Every other team we mentioned, except really, I guess, maybe Chicago, has had success in the last 10 years. The Giants have been the bottom of the barrel. That's true. I mean, there's got to be something institutional going wrong. Because how many years have they... Last year was a blip. 
It was a, and I was wrong because I thought they were going to be good this year. A lot of Uh, easy schedule. But generally, I I think they've been over the last 10 years, if they're not the worst team, they're close to it. So there's got to be a reason. And even when they do have these good players, they don't seem to put it all together and then they lose the good players or they disappoint. So I don't feel much hope there at all. Although I do like their tanking right now. Putting Tommy DeVito out there is a full, let's get Kale Bowie. <laughs> Don Bosco prep legend, Tommy it, DeVito. Clearly they didn't, that's a local high school. Clearly they didn't think that uh, Matt Barkley had the same type of Josh Dobbs energy. Like we can't sign <laughs> this guy on Wednesday and then he could be starting on Sunday. Barkley to Barkley is fun though. You would, <laughs> For think, me. You would think that. Barkley to Barkley. You would get a kick out of that. Well, Barkley already... rolls out. He finds Barkley. There's already Wilson to Wilson, and you don't talk about that. Because we rarely see it. Because Zach Wilson can't <laughs> oh, do the pass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's more sad than anything. 855 212 cbs Dan is in Rochester. He's got a thought on Justin Fields. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. I think, I think Justin Fields should go to either of the New York teams. Ideally, the, uh, I mean, either one would be good, but, you know, Fields and Bryce Hall, Fields and, Shake, uh, and Barkley, I think, would be solid. You know, Dan, it's not a bad thought. Thank you so much. For the well, the Jets are going to have Aaron Rodgers back next year, right? So would they also bring in Justin Fields? He'd be, oh. he'd be the Wilson replacement, right? Yeah, That's yeah. No, Aaron Rodgers loves that. He's real happy when you take a <laughs> take a quarterback with your first round pick instead of uh, something that'll help him. Well, I mean, we've seen what happens rounder. in the past. Maybe it'll maybe it'll uh, make him be an MVP again if they draft a quarterback, uh, just like Jordan Love. I, I don't hate it necessarily for the Jets because Rodgers is such a short-term solution. Um, don't you understand? Get it through your heads, Jets fans. They don't want another quarterback. They true. they oh, want to go down the ship for the next decade with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I mean, why did they They probably could have traded for Justin Fields now. That's they true. just don't want and anybody Robert else. Robert is still trying to figure out how to answer why yeah. <laughs> Zach Wilson still has to keep playing. Yeah, we'll yeah. get back to him in six weeks. Um, and then for the Giants, the irony there is that the Giants um, – traded the pick, right, to the Bears. The Bears traded up to get Justin Fields, and that was a, a Giants yeah, pick. Yeah, Kadarius Tony That gave him a future Who's first Who is so rounder. talented in such a, A, a knucklehead, but B, he can't stay healthy. So the Giants, Giants are clearly drafting a quarterback. Well, There's no doubt about that. That's what I would say to Dan. It's like, would the Giants trade for Fields, who you're going to have to pay pretty soon, or would you just start over with a rookie? Yeah, it's a salary cap. Yeah. That's why they have to start over with a rookie. So what is what is Daniel Jones getting next year? $40 million? Yeah. I, I think can, you have to eat that and go for one of these top quarterbacks. Can we find a home for Justin Fields? Who's Uh-oh. the team? I have the team in my head automatically. Uh, yeah, Falcons. Falcons. Easy. Uh, yeah, Atlanta, Georgia guy. Uh, I think, you know, I yeah. love Arthur Smith, but I think that if you're going to have a quarterback run that system, I think he would be a pretty good fit. Well, I don't think Arthur Smith will be there. Right. I, I doubt that, too. But if if somehow he was still there, I think that Fields actually fits in that offense. I'll play well. the counter argument to that. You need a point guard to distribute the ball to all your other stars. Where Justin Fields is also a star. He's also a shooting guard. He needs his carries. So the more your quarterback runs, the less Bijan, Drake London, Kyle Pitts get them. I mean, Kyle Pitts is probably not going to be part of this plan. So I think maybe you could say, well, let's get Brock Purdy in there, a guy who can just throw a five-yard pass. Where Justin Fields is so dynamic, throws a great deep long ball, and he's such a great runner. I don't know that that's who they want. That would be innovative, though, if you had Fields with Robinson and Tyler Algier, if he's, you know, like that kind of running attack. That's what I, that's what I'm thinking. Wild. Like similar to what we have in Baltimore with right. Lamar and all those running backs. I know J.K. Dobbins yeah. getting hurt. But that would be kind of that would be well. No, but I mean they've yeah. had other guys. They had Mark Ingram in the past. Like their running attack has been 
enhanced because of having someone like uh, like Lamar Jackson. So right, but I mean that's that's the place where receivers go to die, though. That's the problem. A guy like I mean, it's, it's Drake London. Who who else? Are, I mean, again, Kyle Pitts. Well, Drake London was a number eight pick, and Kyle Pitts is basically a receiver was a number five pick. I think you want somebody who's going to get the most of them. Lamar Jackson receivers basically he's going to tuck the ball ten times a game. That's ten targets that the receivers are not getting. That's the issue. I I, I like it. I'm just sort of playing devil's right, advocate yeah. here. Where Atlanta, I think Kyle Pitts, that's not going to happen, right? We're all done on that. It has been very disappointing. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Justin Fields' future, you're welcome to weigh in on. Also, the bad team now that's got the best outlook. Who are you actually excited about here? You get a quarterback, maybe you change things around next season. You know how the NFL is. There's always a worst to first team. Coming up, speaking of worst terrible idea that's going on. It's being floated out there by a certain league. Just terrible. We cannot find the redeeming qualities in this awful idea. Maybe you can help us. Maybe. 855-212-4CBS. We'll tell you what it is next. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. So, a lot of debates going on right now. Who is the coolest athlete in sports? Came off of Wembenyama. Everyone's still killing me. Uh, what's the... Yeah, because you put Amon Ross St. Brown is like three. Yeah. What's the <laughs> best best situation for a very bad team? We both had to really, really scrape the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Maggie went Bears. I went Cardinals. I don't think either of us are totally comfortable with those <laughs> those choices. No. But you can weigh in 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. I'm fascinated by your last tease, Maggie, because I wasn't sure what you were talking about exactly. Okay, well, it's the worst idea in sports yeah, that's circulating right now. Well, This is this better be good because there are a lot of bad ideas <laughs> going some around. some terrible ideas out there. This is one of them, um, and it actually comes with a bit of an update. But according to... Was this Scott Boris who floated this out yesterday? Yes, correct. Scott right. Boris. So it's coming from Boris, who believes that the World Series should be at a neutral site. I I can't understand why anyone would think this is a good idea. For one game for the Super Bowl, which, by the way, people complain is already way too corporate, but for one game, I can understand you get a neutral site, right? College football national championship yep. game or whatever. For a seven-game series, you're going to ask fans potentially to be somewhat random city for a week and a half? You're, th- Thank you, Manny. You're going to go broke, first of all. So unless you're uber super rich, who's, who's going to be able to afford hotels and tickets and not just for a game or two, Perloff, but if you really want to be there to watch your team, you're going to have to plunk down some serious money. I like it. What? Oh I, I think the the World Series desperately needs a reboot. Desperately. Obviously, you saw the ratings this year, all time low. Uh, What's nine million for the last game where the Eagles Cowboys got twenty nine million? There's something wrong here. You need to make it more of an event. There was nothing that felt the Diamondbacks Rangers did not feel like an event. It didn't feel like every the whole world is revolving around this. I think this is an interesting idea. Because it would make the World Series something special in a way that right now it kind of feels like just another series amongst the playoff series. Okay, but so you're going to put it... Okay, college World Series, they go to Omaha, right? And it's been there forever and it's got this established thing. But I also think that... You know, I'm sure it's expensive to go there, but it wouldn't be nearly the price of these Major League Baseball tickets and hotels. You are really freezing out 
a lot of fans. Who do you think is going to some of these? The Phillies tickets uh, in the LCS were hugely expensive. I know, but at least for the most part, there aren't a lot of Philadelphia fans who live outside of Philadelphia. Let's call it what it is. So at least you don't have to pay for potential lodging on top of it, right? Well, you, it's you just get, the ticket and the parking you, and the other ways they get gouged. You play in a huge stadium, and I think it... Uh, Give some opportunities to some fans. I don't think a lot of fans... I think the Rangers tickets are expensive, too. I'm not sure that every fan is getting access to these World Series games like you think they are. I think those are pretty corporate, too. And I don't think there's a great loss here. Make it in Vegas for a week. Play in Allegiant Stadium if they can fit baseball. I don't well, know what you do with the Raiders. They're building a new stadium there, right? Where the oh, A's right. are going to play, but oh, it's the, small. Yeah, it's I, small I, I think it would add an event feel to it. Because right now, there's... I don't sense an event feel around the World Series. Okay, but the event's going to last for a long time. I mean, you this, keeping up that energy. Even the World Cup has multiple different venues ooh, that it goes to. What? I like that idea, too. <laughs> You're going to play one game in each city, like all around the country or something? It's like a traveling circus, a Savannah Bananas? I mean, what is your memory, really, of this, this year's World Series? When you think back 10 years from now, you think, hey, tell me about the 2023 World Series. I think it's going to be hard to grasp on anything. I know, but what if if I'm just a fan and I'm still just going to watch it on TV? Does having it in Las Vegas make it more memorable to me? I don't think I so. I can't make it less memorable. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might have a point there. Listen, to be fair to baseball, they've tried things and they've been trying things to speed the game up. And I think a lot of those things have worked. I think yeah, having I the think games be great. faster has worked. But to me, neutral field for the World Series does not solve any of your problems. That doesn't make Diamondbacks Rangers any more appealing than it was this time around. The reason why that series was not appealing is because these teams, the fan bases don't go back generations and generations. And I think they didn't have a lot of really great stories and stars. Mm, I, I think every World Series has been going down. I think that there's been a strong trend of viewership going down. Think about the Super Bowl. If last year's Super Bowl was in Philadelphia and not Arizona, I, I think a home field is a little bit less of an event than actually having it in a neutral field. I think it's working for the Super Bowl. And we make fun of Super Bowl week. Nobody cares where the media is and all that. But I do think it adds to the hype and all the events around this. And you get the superstars in and you can plan it all in advance. And there are giant statues and things everywhere. I think baseball could do that and make it much more exciting. Uh, even though it's all tangential to what's happening on the field, I think you can make it much more of a big feel event. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Well... I can tell you this much. This is not going to be a topic that is going to be talked about at the general manager's meetings that are going on right now in Arizona. And that is because those meetings have ended early because of a stomach flu that has turned the GM meetings into the GI meetings. This at <laughs> first was maybe thought to be a uh, food poisoning Something that happened at the buffet on Ooh, Tuesday? Oh, something nefarious? <laughs> something like... Connor Stallions like? <laughs> Gosh, I hope not. Uh, something like Airplane, the movie Airplane? Like, did you have the fish? <laughs> it turns out, though, that some people have gotten sick who did not eat at the buffet. So now out of the 300 officials, 30 or more have been stricken with this awful stomach bug, including four different officials from the New York Yankees alone. Of course. Just listening to Brian Cashman and suddenly have the urge to vomit. Yeah, that made me want to. <laughs> Maybe the owner. Meanwhile, this is getting ugly out here. Everyone's been locked in the toilet 
all the GMs can't get any work done. After Brian Cashman, 80, said that was pretty effing good. (laughs) (laughs) He thinks they are pretty effing good. These guys are... (laughs) I'm sorry to laugh. It doesn't look like anyone's in real danger. I just can't believe the, the year 2023, what happened? The general manager's meetings got called off because mm-hmm. everyone had the poops. You know, imagine, like, the player that really was, like, either scared or excited to be traded maybe in the next uh-huh. few days, and now they're like, oh, that's going to have to wait. Wait, I have a question. Is this the one where all the deals happen, or is that – I thought that no, was that's, December. That's the winter meetings. Well, yeah, this, okay. This is like the that? precursor to that. Oh, so this okay? Can you make deals now? You could, I assume, or yeah. is it? Yeah, legal tampering. Wait, when does it actually? Oh, is it free agency? Oh, you has think it begun? that they're talking about things now? But, yeah, you yeah. lay the groundwork. Then yeah. you at the owners' meetings, you posture a little more. I saw Dodgers minus one fifty on Shohei. It's happening. I have, it's happening. I believe that eight five five two one two four CBS. Adrian's in Maryland. Good morning, Adrian. How are you? Hey, good morning. Happy uh, Friday Eve, guys. Uh, Maggie, I, I, I was floating this uh, the idea with the baseball and the neutral side as well, but you did make a great point as far as the money. Um, but it's a week of vacation. How about that? Um, <laughs> I, I like the neutral side vacation. Not vacation, but uh, 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 World Series because of the weather. Mm. That's the only thing I was thinking about. Just because, you know, New York gets in there and it's freezing cold. I hate watching freezing cold baseball. So uh, I guess that's that's my... my uh, yeah, Adrian, it, it's so funny. My- oh, I'm sorry, sir. You're cutting in and out. Adrian, you know, we love you. I agree with him on this point. I think watching a football game in the cold weather, it's like, oh, this is this could be fun. You know, football weather, you're all bundled up, you're tailgating in the parking lot. You put me at a cold baseball game, most miserable experience yeah. of my life. I don't want to watch in April or I don't want to watch early baseball, and I hate watching baseball in the cold. Football, yeah. I don't mind. What's the difference? You're still standing out there at a stadium. Uh, I don't know. I, I kind of mind the cold. Yeah, too. I, I like that nice press box. I'm good. For me, put every stadium and make it a retractable roof oh, in well, all sports. Too, yeah. like, I, I, don't, I don't need to see cold football. I don't need to see snow games. Snow games often suck. I'm, I'm not a fan either, but th- it's funny. My tolerance, though, for a cold football game is high. My tolerance for a cold baseball game, no shot. Peter, you oh, go yeah. to a lot of games. You yeah. find the cold? Oh, I... For football, absolutely not. I would love you know going Black Friday, so yeah. that'll oh, be nice. that'll be fun. But yeah, but I agree with you about the baseball. Like baseball yeah. in April, it's miserable. I'm sitting, yeah, it's a no go. Game. It's I, just, I agree with that. It's like your body is not programmed. Like <laughs> baseball, like in my your your head says baseball is supposed to be played when it's nice out. Right. Football, I have no problem. In fact, we go into one of the outdoor hockey games too. So, I give me that too. It's I, funny. I've been to those too. I I hold a cold beer at a baseball game in April makes me colder. I hold a cold beer at a football game in December. I'm like, I'm warm up. <laughs> this is great. Meanwhile, we have some headlines. We Peter, do. Good morning. And we'll begin with the uh, Nuggets looking to stay perfect at home this season. Denver basketball underneath. Shot clock reset to 14. Inbound lob over to Nicole Jokic. She drives in on Looney. Little floater. Good. 33 for Nicole Jokic. Nuggets back in the lead by two, 99-97. First one to 100 wins. That was Jason Kosmicki on Nuggets Radio. Nikola Jokic, 35 points, 13 rebounds, and the Nuggets beat the Warriors 108-105 to improve the 6-0 at home and 8-1 and 
overall. Now to Philadelphia. Eight to shoot. They go, go to Joel. One-on-one with Tatum to the left of the key. Four to shoot. Backing, turning, fadeaway from the wing is good. What a shot. The touch by Embiid. He's talking smack to Sam Cassell. Cassell now on the Celtics bench. Take that, Sammy. Sixers take a lead of six with 38 seconds to go. That was Tom McGinnis on Sixers Radio. Sixers over the Celtics, 106-103. Joel Embiid, 27 points, 10 boards. We talked about this last hour. Nets over the Clippers, 100-93. to Here was the play of the game, and it was made by Nets play-by-play announcer Ian Eagle on Yes. This rejection by Paul George. Harden, that's coming my way. I got it. Unbelievable. I could see it from the beginning. Ed, you take over, my friend. That might have been my greatest call in NBA history. I knew it from the second it left his hand. Do it. I also have tea all over my lap. <laughs> I get coffee all over my uh... Yeah, James Hart just said, hey, welcome back. <laughs> Ian Eagle with Sarah Houston. that's what made me think that Ian thought it might have been intentional. Because he's like, I knew it the whole time. It was coming my way. Yep. Harden saying welcome back. Like that he was throwing it in the general direction yeah. of Nets people. Yeah, it actually, he didn't catch it. It looks like on the t- video, he doesn't catch it cleanly. He get hit off, I think it's of Sarah's laptop or, <laughs> or something, and then into him. But he made a, still a good a good scoop on that, a good play. A you see, I would have kept the ball. Yeah. Like, to me, like, how many times is that going to happen to a broadcaster where the ball comes? <laughs> the call? I would have wanted to keep the ball. Wait a minute, you're going to keep the ball in – while they're playing, you have to hand it back to the referee. You think that's the only ball that they have so no. for an NBA I, game? I was, I, when you I just was hold the, it? You'd no, stop I, I'm, I wouldn't want to give it back. Cause well, a scene. Matt Ishba, I mean, he caused a whole situation. He almost yeah. got Jokic suspended for trying to hold the basketball. I was at the Knicks game the other day on the court. EJ didn't want to go with me. Subtle brag. Uh, the guy next to me caught the ball. It, four security guards came out of nowhere and streamed towards him and said, you better give that ball back immediately because yeah. they're afraid the fans are going to run away with the ball. Ryan, though. They wouldn't do that to Ian, yeah, also, you're right. He's not a fan. Ian? But why would Ian keep that basketball? What does he care about? Ian sits at court like a side piece for, of history. for 100 games. He's doing, the <laughs> He's doing the final four this year. <laughs> I get it, but I'm just saying it's like that would be pretty cool to keep the basketball. That is the like, James worst Harden history. Do a basketball. First of all, we're two games into the Clippers experiment, and you can see on that play, James Harden has already given up on this season. <laughs> <laughs> this, is all, this experiment already failed. I mean, yeah. they just got demolished by the Knicks and the Nets. Yeah. Anyway. I'm, Honestly, I feel like if you keep the basketball, you've now tainted the game. Because anybody who plays basketball knows that that game ball gets picked by both teams, and they decide the feel for it, the air, they all like it. If you decide, I'm going to take this basketball, and then you're going to have them pick another basketball, the rest of the game is tainted. Well, the other part, too, is like the game would have to stop, and everyone would be looking at Ian Eagle. Like, why is Ian Eagle, why won't he give the ball back? call the game? He would have to leave the arena, (laughs) right? I know they'd be dragging him out of there. No, Ian's a pro. I just I think there was I think Ian was kind of telling us without telling us he's the best play by play guy so good yeah. that he's got to tell us without telling us that he thought it might have been intentional. Yeah, yeah, but when you look at it, he was so far away. If he was trying right. to hit him, why didn't he do it from closer? Anyway, <laughs> it was all the way. Across. And I gotta say one more thing: you got to spice up a Nets game because that is one boring roster. Because I watch that game. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, is there nothing going on with that franchise? Well, Sorry, a dark building too. Oh, the Barclays. You don't like Mikael Bridges? You're from Philly, didn't he? Go I to love Mikael Bridges, but he shouldn't be your one. Well, <laughs> that's <laughs> called a rebuild. Yeah. That 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 arena will always. I always have a negative feeling because that's where the Islanders went for mm. a couple of years, and it was just such a horrible place to see a hockey game. Like, I just 
can't feel good about that. Yeah, place. Victor Wembanyama said the Garden is the greatest sports basketball arena in the world. No one's saying that about Barkley Center. No, no, not at all. Well, he was rocking for the Liberty games, though, in the playoffs. They had, they had a good atmosphere for that. But There you go. NFL Week 10 begins tonight in Chicago. Panthers head coach Frank Reich was asked to put on his meteorologist hat. Does it change the way you call the game? I mean, I, I looked at the weather. It's supposed to be pretty decent. You know, there'll be winds will be in the teens, you know, so it'll be a little bit of a factor, but not a huge factor. Frank Reich going after Al Roker's job. No, this is Perloff's territory. We call Perloff the sad dad. All he wants to do is talk about weather and traffic. (laughs) When we say we, Maggie calls me that. Nobody (laughs) else in my life calls me that. Royal we. Kickoff tonight, 8.15 Eastern time. Al Michaels gets angry at 8.16 Eastern time. College football, Virginia at number 11 Louisville tonight. Baseball, the Angels name Ron Washington, their new manager. Hockey will start in Toronto. Back to the point. Here's Chikrin. On the boards to Tarasenko, back to Chikrin, to the corner, centering pass, scores! Deflected in front by Giroux, Ottawa takes a 4-3 lead. That was the call on Senators Radio. Senators beat the Leafs 6-3. You also had an overtime game, the Panthers over the Capitals 4-3, and the Kings beat the Golden Knights 4-1. Peter, thank you so much. We've been asking about the neutral site World Series, which seems like an awful idea to me. Quinn is in Austin, Texas must be fun to be a guy named Quinn in Austin right now. Hey, how you doing? Quinn, you there? Congratulations on your move to the morning draw. Thank you so much, you. Quinn. What's on your mind, pal? Well, I know Perloff's still bad jokes in it. Um, see, it doesn't have to be an all-or-nothing proposition. Maybe we could consider Game 7 only at a neutral site to kind of spice it up a little bit. Huh. Listen, no bad Ooh. ideas. That'd be, um, that'd be really wild to play everything at home, <laughs> then go game seven. What if you don't get to a game seven, Quinn? Well, then, you know, all bets are off. I guess it would be a special occasion. The other bit is um, from the worst to first standpoint, when we think about the Chicago Bears as long-suffering native of the Chicagoland area, I think Jim McMahon and Super Bowl Shuffle in the fridge, the ownership group does not like Slash. They are very... They like smash milk to have their thumb on everything, as evidenced by choices like Dave Wanstead. I think until that philosophy changes, you're going to have a hard time making that kind of a transformational leap. And uh, I'll hang up and listen to your thoughts. Thank you, guys. Yeah, Quinn, I had not thought about that. It, that this is like a Bears, the philosophy is they don't like flash, so they want yeah. just something. But, you know, it's funny because even if you don't, go into something saying, I want flash, you could get it. Like Mike Ditka was not flashy, but he became this sort of iconic looking, not looking, an iconic coach. Yeah. He was a great player. Too. No, Chicago, they have to be tough. You know, Monsters of the Midway, it's sort of this whole ethos of the city is not a high-flying air raid attack. You know, that's Texas. That's Florida. That's California. I think Chicago has to be tough, tough football. So that's sort of part of the problem. That's why they have not had a good quarterback ever. Yeah. I mean, going back, with the last good quarterback they had was my guy, Sid Gilman, in 1946. <laughs> and he was a star. Um, I mean, McMahon really never got his career going, in part because he got hurt. But it's a really tough spot to be a quarterback. We've made that joke before, but I think there is something real there. What about um, Chudzinski? Was he a Bears coach? The, the no. guy of the Browns coach? The Browns coach, sorry. Wasn't he their offensive coordinator, maybe? Yeah. Um, no, I'm thinking of Mark Tressman. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, I, I, I used to 
I ghost wrote a column for Mark Tressman one year at Sports Illustrated. Great guy. Really? Mad genius. Totally. Offensive guy. Totally. I mean, yeah. Longtime offensive coordinator at Stanford, all these, you know, Bill Walsh act. Like he was he was trying to come to Chicago and make a passing attack. Right, and right. He just couldn't do it. You can't. It never, ever works. You I, ghost like, wrote a column for him? What was Yeah, that? I've done that many times in, in my life is ghost wrote columns for coaches. Yeah. Uh, Mark Trussman was great. He would break it down in a way that I didn't understand at all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you were writing his pieces for Yeah, no, and honestly, the, I've heard other NFL people say, wow, Mark Trussman's really smart, but I don't understand what he's talking about. And that's other coaches. Imagine me trying to figure out, uh, you know, him explaining route trees. Uh, nope. Like, all right, so I'm sorry, where's the tight end supposed to line up again? <laughs> there's, a great, there's a great joke, by the way. Are you 30 Rock fans? Yeah, yes, yes. love 30 Rock. There was a character who was from Canada, and he was all excited because he wanted to book Mark Tressman, who was currently the Montreal Alouettes coach. And he said, can we get Mark Tressman on the show? And only <laughs> so me, random. only me got that. Anyway, uh, yeah, because he took a turn with the Alouettes. How do we get under Mark Tressman? Oh, the, the point is. The Bears is, and yeah. offense. Let me and, ask you guys, yeah. if you're Team Caleb Williams, you're one of his marketing guys, do you want him to go to Chicago? It's a huge city, but I, I wonder about the weather, the division, the history. I might rather go to Arizona as bad as that franchise is. No, I get wanting to play inside. I mean, that's no doubt. But think about it. This is tantalizing. If you're the person who turns around the Bears, right? Like, that's if you're the guy, that's if all, you're yeah. the person who finally does it, you're immortal. That's kind of fantasy, though. Yeah, if you're the guy, that does that usually work out? No. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We have figured out the stakes for our next show bet. We'll get those to you, and uh, this is all based on the Michigan sign-stealing scandal. So get to that in a moment. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. CBS Sports Radio. This portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. If you're stuck at a timeshare and want out, you got to contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at Wesley Financial Group.com. We check in on the Michigan sign-stealing scandal Let's go to Maze and Clue. I got a one-track mind. I'm not going to be speculating. Can let others speculate that. It's time for Maze and Clue. We check in with wannabe spy Connor Stallions and the scandal. <laughs> Allegedly, one of the details we found out about the man at the center of this brouhaha was that he believed that at one point he was being targeted by a neighbor yeah. because the neighbor 
had a kid who went to Michigan State. Facts. <laughs> I, that's one thing I buy in this whole crazy story. <laughs> so they, he, he sicked the Homeowners Association on Connor Stallions. Tried to get him to clean up the defunct vacuum cleaners that were hanging on his porch because he was running an illegal side business out of his condo. Got all that? <laughs> okay. Didn't see that. Reverberate. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> vacuum cleaners. Yeah, by the way, I totally understand it. Yep. Vacuum cleaners are incredibly expensive now. We had to pay over $1,000, I think, for... What? They're, they are you, expensive. You, they're crazy. I'm totally... I actually was thinking about looking up his website to see if he has any good deals <laughs> on one. <laughs> you know what is a, a, a workaround? I think a um, dust buster is just way better, but then you got to be bent over. Uh, I never. I had one. We never charged it, so every time you need it, be something spills, it's <laughs> oh, got God. no battery. Uh, someone did tweet me that... Recently, someone got a refurbished vacuum, and there was a dead cat inside of it. Oh my god! So I want to. <laughs> I guess there's there's a there's a scale of what kind of refurbished vacuum you're going to get. If it came from Connor Stallions, this guy needs to be checked into some type of institution. Yeah, I, I'm actually proud of Connor Stallions that he's trying to put all this together. I mean, this little guy is out there; he's busting his butt to make Michigan a better football program. And those Michigan State neighbors, they can't stop him. <laughs> no. And whether he's conjured all this up in his mind, we don't know. Um, but that's also a possibility. No, listen, he was definitely trying to do what we've heard a lot of in the past, which is the assistant coach has to be the whipping boy person. They've got to sleep on the floor of the office. Yeah. You know, they get paid nothing. They can eat nothing but tuna fish out of the can for like three years. And there's this sort of like pride, I think, that goes along with Absolutely. working from the bottom all the way up to the top when you're not a former player. But I, I think we disagree on what should happen with this program. But you, will you guys at least agree with me? This is one of the funnier scandals we've ever had in our in our lives. Oh, uh, that's a strong Definitely. agree. Yeah, yeah <laughs> strong it is. Agree. And I think it's really important for certain Big Ten fans. It's really important in Michigan. It's really important in Ohio. But for the rest of us, I do think part of it we should sit back and enjoy it because this guy is coming up with details you could never have anticipated vacuum cleaners it's great yeah so there actually are some real life stakes on this Perloff you might think that we're innocent bystanders but you would be extremely wrong because we have a show bet based on what how Michigan performs this year and there's no doubt that the scandal plays into this, at least uh, the psyche, perhaps, of the players. Now, our show bet is thus. EJ and I believe that at some point this scandal will take its toll in a negative way against Michigan. And by that, we do not think that Michigan is going to win a game in the college football playoff. Now, first, they got to get there. But if they do, we do not think they're going to win a game in the college football playoff. Pearl off you, and it was Carlos, actually, who was on the board this day. Uh, Manny's here now. But you do think that they that this has nothing to do, this will not play in at all to the psyche of the yeah. players, and they will win a, a game in the college football playoff. Yes. I, I think the bet's a little tough because they have not gotten to the college football playoff yet. But my point was, I think they can win football games without having the signs. And I don't think it'll be a distraction. I think they're so talented. They're a really good team that they can actually break through and finally win a Final Four game. This is the year where... They, they've been hitting their head against the wall in these playoffs. This is the year they bust through. Okay, so when we do eventually get to the college football playoff and when we have a winner and a loser in this bet, we have figured out the stakes. And this is in honor of Ric Flair coming to address the Michigan football team, the ultimate heel, as the Wolverines have now turned heel because they are the villains in this uh, scandal. 
whoever loses has to wear spandex, a wrestling singlet for the whole show. Pro wrestling singlet, by the yes. way. Not like the, big show. Not the amateur one that they do college wrestling, not Kyle Dake and all that the, that short shorts. So you have to wear the the guy who's about to get killed by the star shows up like and Mike Fisher <laughs> and then he just gets walloped. Listen, that singlet. It's gotta Brooklyn, be Brooklyn Brawler type. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's gotta be it's gotta be spandex. It's gotta be tight. And you gotta sit in it. For the whole show. Well, I assume it's going to have to be tight. Otherwise, it'll fall right off, right? <laughs> you can't saying, have a loose singlet. I'm just painting the picture for the audience. Whoever loses has got to wear it. So there's the stakes on the bet. You can also go vote on our poll at Maggie and Pearl. The poll question was, will there be an asterisk next to Michigan if they do win the title? Talk about fast-forwarding things. But if they win the title, will this have an asterisk on it because of the sign-stealing scandal? Yeah, I I'm fine with all this. I'm I'm in. Okay, I'll even go as far. I'll bet now that Michigan wins a playoff game. Obviously, if they can, I wait till Sunday. Can no, I just you, make no, sure no, they get through Penn State? Bet that they're going to win. Already, a playoff. Uh, I'm just a little eating. nervous about Penn State. Did you not hear me with the well, actually, you know situation? You've already bet, my friend. They can beat Penn State. They can lose to Penn State, and then if they beat Ohio State, they're still in. So okay, I feel better now. I just don't want to lose this by Sunday. You should have thought about but, that before. I mean, I don't bet. know what to tell you. You're gr- you're grown we adult. So, but there also should be odds, in my opinion. I think this I'm happy to wear the singlet. Does. I'm happy goes. to wear the singlet, but I think you guys should have to do something even worse if you lose this bet. How? Why? We're gonna also it's about wear the three, singlet. Three to one odds. I mean, that they I, win a game. That they win a game. Yeah, I mean, it's they have to first get there, and then they have to win the game. Right, I don't but, think this is an even bet. I think you guys have to not only wear the singlets. I think we have to put a twist on it if you lose this one. Wait, but hold on. I totally we're, disagree. We're with this. both betting that they're going to make it. It's just whether or not they win a game or lose a game. No? Oh, I, yeah, well, well, yeah. I mean, I think they, I think, I think they have to make it. If they obviously. don't make oh, it, if they don't oh. make it, then the bet has to change. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, then we're not giving you odds on Jack Squat. <laughs> oh, if it's actually a Final Four matchup and they get to the Final Four, oh, then I'm confident. The loser wears the spandex. Eight five five two one two four CBS. And will there be an asterisk against Michigan if they win it all? But it's with the side-stealing scandal in the ether. Coming up is one NFL team panicking. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.